We're back at it here. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia. Let's go all the way up to West Point, New York, where I have undefeated featherweight Jalen Walker, who this Thursday night takes on Angel Antonio Contreras on Twitch as part of Ring City USA. Uh, Jalen, what's happening, my man? Not much, man. Just um, got here. Got here to uh, upstate New York from Los Angeles. First, I arrived to uh, Newark, New Jersey. Then we drove up here. That's, that's a little, that's a, that's a little uh, bit of a long ride, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a little over an hour, but it had nice scenery, you know, seeing the stuff. Didn't, didn't realize West Point, New York, was that close to Newark. Yeah, I'm not too far from Newark. I'm all, I'm only about uh, an hour from Newark, so uh, you, you're right around the corner from me. So we got this fight. We're two days away uh, against uh, Angel Antonio Contreras. Say that five, name five times fast. How's everything going? Not much. The weight is good. Uh, I'm right on weight. Everything's um, going in my favor. We had great sparring this camp, so I'm just I'm just ready to weigh in. To be honest, I'm just ready to weigh in and eat. What do you know about Contreras? Just by looking him up, eleven four and one, a nice veteran fighter who's you know just lost a split decision to an eighteen and one fighter. So uh, I would imagine that that you know you've looked at him a little bit. And uh, what are your thoughts on him? Uh. It's just a fight to help me get better. That's it. Just to help me get better. I never underestimate any opponent. He has certain things. He comes in shape. He comes ready, but he's not going to be ready for me. I'm ready to you, put him. You think he's a little bit of a step up in competition for you? Yeah. I could say so. But I could say the guy from um, that I fought in Matchroom was, he was pretty good. That guy, he just had an upset win against somebody that was considered a top prospect. That yeah, D- Dio O'Gwin, yes. Yep. He just uh, defeated, I believe, uh, David Navarro, who uh, yeah, was that's a... unfortunate because I went to tournaments with David Navarro. He's uh, he's a good guy. He'll, he'll bounce back. Real cool dude, a little older than me. Mm-hmm. So for some of the fans who haven't seen much of you, uh, I, I know the, the Ring City USA, their platforms get bigger. More people are, are watching not only their regular fights, but also the prelim fights on Twitch where, you know, you'll be uh, entertaining us all. Um, for some of the fans who haven't seen Jalen Skywalker, uh, what what uh, what can they expect Thursday night from you? They can expect a lot of body shots, a lot of action. A lot of energy, you know. They could expect a good show, an entertaining fight. Uh, the featherweight division. I know you, you've been fluctuating between twenty-two and twenty-six. What's most comfortable for you right now? Most comfortable would be twenty-six, but I still want to be able to make twenty-two. I want to snatch a title up at that weight class. You've had a, a terrific amateur career and obviously perfect so far in your eight uh, professional fights. Uh, you, you starting to feel some of the, the momentum uh, in terms of people getting to notice who you are in the last couple few fights? Yeah, I've been feeling that for about the past year. Okay. And I was just picking up more and more. And I like that feeling. It um pushes me. See, I, obviously, you, you have a huge Instagram following. Where are you at now, Instagram wise? One fifty, one fifty-seven thousand. Jeez, right now you got me beat by one hundred and fifty. I'm, I'm, I'm at about nine forty. So, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, some of your love will come come my way. Some, some, some of your residuals, as they like to say. Um, 
fighting on the East Coast. I know you fought down Florida, uh, fighting a now you've flown cross country. I know you've probably done all that stuff as an amateur. Uh, you, you excited to be uh, fighting kind of in, in a different spot? Yeah, yeah, man. It's an experience traveling. It's an experience, you know. That's like one thing. That I think that's like the most important thing a person should do is travel. You know, we need these experiences. Like, it's a quote that says, the person that doesn't travel is only reading like one page of the book of life. And yeah. Like, traveling, you know, you just, it's, it's fun. No, I agree with you. I just traveled, uh, I mean, I travel a bunch, but I've never been to Atlanta. I was in Atlanta over the weekend, and I was very impressed by uh but by seeing that city for the first time. And I, I agree with what you say. It's, it's funny. Um, uh, and I want you to expand on something. Uh, you know, I've helped get you a few interviews over the last couple of fights. And uh, we spoke with someone yesterday from uh, one of the major websites and the article will be coming out. And he said uh, he couldn't believe talking. To you. you were just 19 years old. And that answer you know, it was a very mature answer. And I want you to expound. You said it ain't the first time you heard someone kind of, you know, say you seem a lot older than than, than what, what your birth certificate says. Yeah. yeah, I've been getting that a lot since I was like about ten years old. So. Where where do you think that comes from? I don't know. My zodiac sign, me being the oldest. <laughs> oh, but I'm I'm still I'm still a teenager. I'm still nineteen. I do nineteen year old things, but I just have a certain maturity about me. And I had it since I was in um like grade school. How do you? I mean, and I'm sure you watch, you know, especially in the last couple of years, there's a lot of fighters turning pro, kind of around the same age you turn pro, seventeen, eighteen. Do you see some of some of these fighters? Can you tell what their kind of maturity level is by just watching them? Yeah, and, you could tell by their physique. Uh, if they're shying away from punches, you know, if they're in there with guys how I'm in there with, they really won't shy away from punches. They know they could take the shot. So it's funny, uh, Joe from Ring is just now calling me. He's interviewed you a couple times. He must know. I don't know if he knows that we're we're, we're talking here. Uh, but but in, ter- but in terms of the way how they carry themselves and stuff like that, you know, obviously when people get to know you a little bit and hopefully, uh on this Twitch broadcast, they, they'll, they'll, you know, I don't know what Twitch has or Ring City has in mind, but to, to really get to know Jalen Walker, um, what, 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 what can you tell the fans out there really about yourself in terms of maybe Jalen Walker, the 19 year old who's going on like 40. <laughs> nah, don't, don't, don't say I'm 40, man. Going on 40 in terms of you, you, you're wise beyond your years. Uh, just, Know that any problem, any problem it is that people think that would be a problem like towards me, I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I have the answer for it. You know, I'm fearless in that ring. It doesn't matter what problem it is, what the guy has, I could figure it out. I can't doubt. Even though you're, you know, you're a little bit away, but do you look at the top of the 122 and 126 division about what's going on in there, or you just, uh, you don't know? You mean when, when yeah. it's time to get? Okay, so break it down for us. I, I'm actually gonna, I, I, I do a lot of play by play broadcasting, so I'm, I'm put your analyst hat on. Well, yeah, give me some some analysis of the 122 or 126 pound division. 
I know more about the 122 than the 126. Okay, the one, break it down for us. The 122 is live right now. The 122 is super live. And I've been in there with a couple guys already, like Danny Romai, MJ. I believe I'm going to probably spar Ronnie Rio soon after this some fight. And I believe he's fighting. He's fighting. I think he, they just announced he's fighting for a world title. Yeah. So, you know, I'm right there. I'm young as hell, but I'm right there with these guys. So I'm just watching, you know, seeing who who we're going to challenge, who we're going to get. That's it. I'm just I'm watching, paying attention, you know, studying. You know, who, who's the guy that beat at 122 pounds in your mind? Yeah, all of them, to be honest. You know? Gotcha. In a perfect world, um, when do you feel you're going to start competing uh, for some of these smaller titles? The ones are going to kind of move you a little bit. Summer. I I would have loved if it was um this time now, you know the COVID, COVID nineteen they put like a little hold on my career for a couple months, but man I love to fight for a junior title or you know move up the rankings by summertime. How much you mentioned someone will go back to something you said about traveling. How much did you know fighting in Mexico earlier in your career? kind of help you in, in so much not so much as the experience in the ring but like like you said the experience the knowledge the learning you know be, be fighting you know even though you're from la and mexico's not too far but yeah. but, but fighting in, in a foreign land oh man that's like one of the best experiences i experienced so far fighting out there in tj you know it showed me like the life what life is how fortunate we actually have it on this side. It's just everything. It's, it kind of uh, pushed the idea of me wanting to learn Spanish, you know, to be able to relate to the uh, fans, and most fans are Mexican. You speak Spanish? Almost. No, oh, wow. But I'm getting there, man. I practice a lot. Wow. See, th- see that's, that's impressive. That's very, that's very very impressive. Plus, um, as a kid, my sisters there um have Mexican, so I grew up like in the household just hearing Spanish all the time. Well, see, so you so you a little bit of a head start before you went down to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I already knew so. So something that's uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of great media down in Mexico. Is this something is maybe a goal for you? You know, if you have to fight down Mexico again, or do you know be able to to speak with the, some of the Spanish media? Do you plan or hope to sometimes maybe do type interview type stuff in Spanish? Yeah, hey man, of course, of course. You know, claro que sí. Uh, <laughs> I really that's really my goal right now. I want to be able to knock that down by the summertime. Wow. Yeah, around like June, July, I want to be able to be, you know, comfortable. Like I can speak it now, but in my mind, I feel like I sound kind of like, you know, a little slow, a little. <laughs> and, and, and you're you're learning this all without taking a class. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just learning it online. Wow! That, that, again, that, that's that's improv. Most people, I guess, would have to, you know, maybe take a class or something like that to be able to to yeah. to learn the language. Yeah, I was already had a head start. I already had a head start. You know. Even on my dad's side, we have a lot of um, Hispanic cousins and stuff. That's very, very impressive. Uh, I, I know, uh, you, you know, you said you fought in Mexico, you fought in Florida, fought uh, fought twice in Florida, now in New York. Uh, you excited? I'm sure it will happen sometime, maybe hopefully soon. Uh, 
you ho- hopefully you fight in Los Angeles. What would that mean to you to, to have your first pro fight in Los Angeles? Man, I'm gonna put the city on. I'm gonna, hey, the city gonna turn up. The city gonna be live. Well, hopefully we can get fans in by then. Ooh, I'm telling you, man. I mean, have you thought about that a lot? Yeah. Yeah, man. To fight out there at a farm or the Staples Center. Wow. Our dream. Mm-hmm. Every time I used to go downtown, I used to look at the Staples Center and be like, I'm going to fight there. Wow. So so, so just driving the car as a kid, you see, you saw the, saw the yeah. arena, and that, that was a great inspiration for you. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm not a fighter that's from, like, a different part of L.A. Like, I'm actually from L.A. Like, yeah. I a Gardena, but, like, I'm – from the city of LA. Mm-hmm. So, man, I mean everything to me. Did, did you see the De La Hoya statue they have out there? I didn't see the statue, but I always um, thought about De La Hoya and Mosley. You know, were, they, were, were they two of your favorites growing up or you others? Shane Mosley was my favorite growing up as a kid. Funny story when Shane Mosley lost to, I believe it was Cornello. I like Cornello too, but when he lost to Cornello, and Pacquiao I was so mad I started disliking like all his videos on YouTube because I was like, uh, I was a huge I'm still a fan of uh, Shane Mosley. If if, if oh, yeah, too that law I started watching him when I was a little older. If a little older, you're 19. So I mean, well, like, <laughs> okay. Each like year of boxing growing up, I went through a phase where I had like my favorite boxer for like a period of time. And mm-hmm. at one time, De La Hoya was that like I used to watch all his fights when he fought Chavez, I Corte, you know, you know fight. I, he fought on his tippy toes, triple four jabs and stuff, hands up. Good stuff. Uh, Vargas was an LA guy. Was he? Did you like? Was Oxnard. he a favorite? What? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Oxnard. Uh, That's I don't know why I forgot trip. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took a picture with him when I was a kid. Uh, I like Vargas, cool guy. If I can name one fighter who, you know, maybe you took something that's in your game. I know your style is your own, but is there is there someone that you say like I want to take this from him? Is there one one fighter that maybe is influenced like even just a little bit of your style? There's more than one fighter. What's that? It's more than one fighter. Well, who, who's like maybe the one or two, maybe if you if you don't mind me asking. Hey, I can name five of them. Let's see. The, okay, we have time. Okay. Okay. Who are they? Julio Cesar Chavez. So for, that's bo- that's body shots, right? Yeah. Oh, body shots, Mike McCullum. That's where I get that from. The the body snatcher. Yeah. There you go. Chavez and Mike McCullum. Those are one of my favorite body punches. And Marcos Antonio Barrera. Then we got Shane Mosley with his athletic ability. You know, he was him and Johnny Tapia, in my opinion, had similar styles because they was both explosive. But a lot of people never really thought about that. Floyd's mindset because of his mental strength and his work ethic and him just always being number one is Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard wow. is one of the best fighters to ever do it. I and agree with you. And you know what's else funny? Sugar Ray Leonard was probably one of the meanest fighters there was. Finisher absolutely was a finisher. Dog, he was mean. Absolutely, I I think because you know a few years ago Mayweather, or they were talking about Mayweather Leonard. I think Leonard's the best in the last forty-five years. That's that's my opinion. I think Leonard was probably the. I think Leonard could beat everybody at least once in any decade. 
Okay. He had it all, the speed, the power, like you said, the meanness, the, the IQ, the boxing ability. Maynard was a dog. Like, man, watch his fights. Like, I'm not saying he was this cocky, like, jerk, but he was a dog, like, ruthless. Like, you know, he was a, he was like Roberto Duran, but just more slick. All right, well, we won't keep you too much longer. A couple last questions. Uh, what do you want to say to the fans out there before we see you? Tuesday night on Twitch as part of Ring City USA, taking on, uh, uh, let me get the guy's name again, Angel Antonio Contreras. Well, what I want to say to the fans is tune in, watch my fight, man. I worked really hard since I was a little kid. I'm going to put on an amazing show. Just go out and watch me. This is the beginning of something big. I, and I agree with you. And uh, where the fans find you, uh because I know you need, I really, I know you need more Instagram followers. Your Instagram ain't doing too well. Fo- follow this guy; he needs more Instagram followers. Hey. Where do we, where do we find you? Uh, everybody, they can follow me on Jalen underscore Skywalker. No, Jalen underscore Skywalker. That's Instagram, and then for TikTok, I believe it's Jalen underscore Skywalker one. You can follow- How's your TikTok game going? I, I, I I'm not on that yet. I just started on it. I think I'm like at 7,000. I just started on it. I'm well, pick, well, figuring it out. You, you probably started, what did you start out on? Like 2 o'clock today? You're already up to 7,000? <laughs> no, nah, it took about like two months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I got to figure it out. Figure out how, got to mess with it. Figure out how it works and operates. Yeah, I, I have to figure all that stuff out. I always saw TikTok was just about all the people doing the TikTok dances or whatever. Yeah, changing. TikTok, but, uh, it's on a different level. There you go. Well, there you have it this Thursday night, live on Twitch. Jalen Walker takes on Angel Antonio Contreras in a uh, six-round featherweight bout, and uh, this kid is going to be a star. I don't say this a lot about young fighters, and especially about kids 18, 19, 20 years old, but I've watched this kid a lot. I've seen it. Going to be a star, Jalen. So uh, we look forward to seeing you more, and we can't wait to see you on Thursday night. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate it. Thank you. And-